Because why not? Because it's Saturday. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. Do you want to know why? you want to know why? I will tell you why. I won't tell you why, but it has to do with this song, and a couple people know why. <clears throat> Listen, if you want me to teach you how to flip coins at people, boom. Then just watch do it. Okay? It doesn't need to be a long, drawn-out process for me to teach you. I'm saying that me personally, okay? First of all, I never claim to be a teacher. Through it for Jesus. And no, Andy 2.0, I did not say it because I'm stuck in this duality when I'm... I'm almost out of it, though. I can't wait.
40 percent. Sure. Let me give you one example. Eight percent. Nine percent. Steve Smotherman down in Legacy Church, New Mexico. He's in Albuquerque, one of the bluest states. It's even bluer and more progressive in their abortion legislation mm -hmm. and other things than California. He has a big church, but he's been one that has never backed down from a political, social, moral issue. So he got in a fight, not literal fight, with the governor there, Michelle Grisham, and he was sued, and I know he won one lawsuit, but here's what he did. He saw the double standard almost a year and a half ago, Jan, when Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, which is Marxist-driven, are out there having these protests. They were rioting, they were looting, and the governor of New Mexico, and a lot of other blue state governors, were saying, Christian, you cannot go to church yet, or some of them said, all right, you got to limit your capacity to 25%. We as a church, we're going to turn away people who need to I didn't hear Jesus turning away anyone. He won because he said here's the double standard that we have unfortunately as a church in America allowed to happen. And that's why they thought they could get away with it last summer. And for the most part, they did. But he said, we are going to have our weekly protests. He called his church services a protest. Good. He said, we're going to have Sunday morning protest. We're going to have Sunday evening. We're going to have a Wednesday night protest. Like church services. He just started terming the service sure. protest. But not enough pastors did that. I know MacArthur has changed his yeah, tune over the years on religious freedom and Romans 13 and others. But there were some pastors that did. God bless them. Our church did, probably where you're at. But it's sad that overall, I write in a chapter in my book, did the church pass the COVID yeah. test? Simple answer is no. Sadly, we did not. And are we going to learn from that? I'm going to go there in just a minute. Here's the item that's a little bit different probably than when we last recorded. It's different than when I recorded a year ago. And that is what we've got going on now as I speak are pastors being arrested and literally thrown in jail. And you've talked to them. And I want to play one real quick clip here. It happens to be Tucker Carlson talking Tucker! about jail Pastor James Coates. Tucker is actually talking about James. Pastor there Coates are no wife. tears in heaven. Revelation 2.04. Pastor James Coates was arrested and sent to prison a couple of weeks ago in Canada. What did he do? He held a Lord church Lord Jesus, service. please Coates bless Coates was Tucker denied Carlson. bail. Apparently, he is set to be released soon. He is it's still facing soul. at least one charge. His wife Erin said he had a very tough time in jail. He was placed in two weeks. Twice for 15 minutes. Each what a time. troll! It's a shocking story. We spoke to Aaron yeah. Coates earlier. Have a about great day. Case. Here's what she told us. Ms. Coates, thanks very much for coming on. It's hard to believe, it's shocking really, that your husband is in jail. First, how's he doing? Well, he's in prison. He's facing all the regular things you would face there trouble with food and. I don't even really know what to say. How is he doing? He is yeah. a, he's a shepherd. He's a Bible teacher. He's a theologian. He's not able to shepherd the people that he loves. He's not able to challenge his mind. He's not able to serve in the way that he loves to serve people. So yeah. this is hard on I'm him. I'm pretty sure a grown man sitting when that in prison for on. preaching a sermon. This is such obvious tyranny that I've got to ask, have any authorities in Canada come to your help? I mean, this is the ruling of one judge, but you have a lot of politicians in Alberta. Are any of them coming to the rescue? Sure, I think that there's actually MPs and some MLAs behind the scenes that are trying to help us. But other than that, I think their hands are tied. Are you Canadian? I am Canadian, yes. So you grew up in the country. Do you recognize it now? No, I don't. This is definitely not the nation that I grew up in. 
What do you think happened? Well, I think there's been a, we're like a boiling frog for a while. I think our freedoms have just been slowly stripped from us and so slowly over time that we didn't even realize it. And so when something like a health order is put in place that takes away your freedoms, it's not shocking to people. And it really should be shocking to people that there is a pastor in jail right now who's given his life to sacrifice and love other people to worship God, that that's not shocking to a lot of people. And it really should be. We are on a dangerous road right now. Why, why are we and I think because we've just been in the pot for so long, boiling, that people aren't really realizing the danger that we're facing as a nation. Throughout the United States, we've seen Christian ministers harassed because they are Christian ministers and therefore disobedient. They serve a higher power. You haven't seen this happen to people who run abortion clinics or strip bars or marijuana dispensaries. Do you believe, and that's in this country, do you believe your husband was singled out because he's a Christian pastor? Well, I have to believe that the enemy is singling him out. We have a real enemy who really hates the Lord Jesus Christ and really hates the blood-bought body that he purchased on the cross and has given new life to. Yes, we have an absolute real enemy, and he uses people to target the ministers of God. We know that through scripture. We know that through church history. So I really believe that they are being targeted in our country. I think a lot of people watching this who would have maybe dismissed what you just said a year ago are now maybe taking it a little bit more oh, seriously. Oh, okay. So I appreciate I you coming you on your husband. He's blessed to have a wife like you. Thank you. Thank you, Tucker. You're listening to Understanding the Times Radio. Thank you, Tucker. Thank you, Tucker. Have a great day. For James and Aaron. <laughs> Thank you. 
district and its title of government is God. Let me read two paragraphs and we can comment on it here. But he says the push to get everyone vaccinated unintentionally exposes a glaring inconsistency in uh, liberal politicians' approach to different issues. On the one hand, they can be pro-choice on the issue of abortion. On the other hand, they don't want to have a choice about taking the vaccine. And then the author goes on to cite uh, Kathy Hochul, who's governor of New York. Hochul, for example, wants to mandate the jab, but at the same time, she's a staunch supporter of women's right to choose abortion. Indeed, she recently sent a letter to Mark Zuckerberg asking him to censor pro-life messages on Facebook. Yet she berates people who choose not to be vaccinated for, quote, not listening to God, close quote. And I'll close here. She says, since Hochul claims to keep in close contact with the Almighty, it's a shame that someone in the audience didn't ask her about God's opinion on the politicians who promote abortion. Is God okay with pro-choice politicians? Still, progressives have not yet entirely excluded Jesus from the picture, as Governor Hochul has suggested. Jesus wants us to get the vaccine. Undoubtedly, Hochul has a long list of things that Jesus wants us to do. The thing to remember, though, is that in the minds of Hochul and other liberals, Jesus is not just our brother. He can also be usefully employed as our big brother. Your thoughts, David? Big brother government. There's something about these progressive Catholics that they're allowed a free pass. Yeah. It's not just the issue of abortion. This one happens to be a religious freedom issue that apparently Jesus said the shot is divine. The vaccine yeah. is of God. We didn't get that message. It's amazing they get away with There's this hypocrisy, a double standard. Even within the Catholic Church, they are divided on these issues. So she came right out and said, if you get the jab, you are one of the smart ones. Right. Of course, the unvaccinated masses just aren't listening to what God wants. I love that quote. I highlighted a lot of that article. We are going to see more of this. Part of this comes back to the double standard. But let's get back to the foundation. We have to recognize, I'm not calling these people demons. However, we know the Antichrist spirit of being is well at work. We know there's a demonic agenda that's being driven through right. to the major But you don't see that in Tucker Carlson? The church is being impacted by this. When these very influential power elites, I call them, they are <coughs> yes, they are Catholic. It confuses a lot of people. I'm surprised she didn't get more pushback with what she said in our circle. We were going, yeah, right, she hears from God. Yeah, there's this hypocrisy going on. We've got to continue to expose the deeds of darkness and use the Bible to share what our Here's your question. Is, whether it be life or religious freedom, standing up for the truth, whether that be marriage, And I'll say this God one, knowing how much it hits home, but also knowing that I just saw Jesus say it's not what you put in your body, it's what comes out of the body that destroys. Very short, less than a minute clip. You're saying here that we should prepare for worse measures. And I think we need to talk about that simply because whether it be you or myself on this program or you on Stand Up for the Truth, say Christians prepare for tougher times. And by that, I mean, we're playing clips from pastors who are in jail. I think we need to offer some counter to that and also some comfort and encouragement. Christians must prepare for more extreme measures. Pastor Archer Pawlowski was arrested again this week 
as he returned to Canada after a four-month visit to America. He'd been visiting churches and warning about the perils of a socialist country, about tyranny, and about increasing religious persecution. Now, in several cases across North America, not only pastors, but some congregants have been arrested and fined for being in church services. In Australia, churches there were fined for not scanning people's phones as they entered. And some pastors fear the government will soon require proof of vaccination in order to get in to attend church. So should Christians submit to this? I think I need to see chapter and verse on that one. I agree with you, but let's try to answer your question. It may be rhetorical. Should Christians yeah, show me a to chapter and verse. Christians be willing to show vaccine passport? Who knows how far they're going to take this? I think they're going to take it a long, long way. How do we push back? There's two things. You have to look at it from either the church leader's perspective. and Stop, 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 stop. Let's look at it from Jesus' perspective. Okay? How do you push back? Well, you love the Lord God with your heart, soul, and mind, and strength. I don't know where it is, but you know what I'm talking about. And love your neighbor as yourself, okay? And by loving your neighbor as yourself, you're going to create a community, not a society. You're going to create a community, okay? Because you don't need to love... Yes, you need to love everyone, okay? But you can't. It's not physically possible to love everyone in the world. Okay, even if every single person was to go to every foreign nation, not saying that you shouldn't, because you should, but you can spread it by telling the next person, now tell the next person, tell the next person, and they take their Bible, and they go tell another person, they go tell another person. See what I'm saying?
forget where it is. You know what I'm saying? And let's go say hi to some kitties. Oh, I can't wait for kitty time. Kitty time. It's 333. Do you want to wait kitty time? Or no? Let's I see zero kitties. I hear two goats. I see two goats. They're shooting. You hear them? Not the goats. No. 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 He's just staring at me. He's real emo. Hi, kitties. Hi, St. John. Is that Looney? Hi, Looney. Hi, Sonorius. <clears throat> Hi. You're going to have to drink from this side because i got to do dishes. I can't do it right now. Hi, Sonorius. Hi. Hi, Looney, Sarah. Hi. I'm coming right back there. Yes, I am. In two seconds, baby. Hi, St. John. I love you. Hi, Mama. Hi. I see you went through that dry food already. And there's a little more wet food, and then I'm going to go to bed. Okay? And then I will feed you and clean when I wake up, because it's a mess in here. I don't know how it gets a mess. Good night.